do one thing it's Buckhouse Square and when I'm doing this I gotta click this oh yeah now we're getting we're capturing every every last uh, uh, little nugget we can of this hey it's Buckhouse Square thanks for doing what you got to do to do have you seen that vigilante man have you seen that vigilante man have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. Hey, uh, this week on uh, Bughouse Square, well, we got a. Uh, hold on, man. Really gonna, are you gonna man. you gonna play that on me, huh? Tell I'm sorry. Oh, he's wrestling with this technical stuff. There we go. Uh, I got Phil in here, uh, a, he a real uh, authentic a jazz San Francisco cat. In his hand. Is that Hey, Phil. Hey, what's going on, Sean? I'm happy to be here. Excellent. I'm glad. Sharing some uh, good music. Yes, yes. I, I'm impressed with your your stack of, of music there, and uh, I have a stack, and together we're going to do it. And it's, uh, of course, it's it's uh, Black History Month, so we're um, playing tribute to uh, black jazz artists this evening. Welcome. Stormy days, we'd pass the time away. Sleeping in some good warm place Man come along and we give him a little race Was that a vigilante man? Preacher Casey was just a working man And he said unite all you working men Killed him in the river some strange man was that a vigilante man does a vigilante man why does a vigilante man carry that sawed off shotgun in his hand would he shoot his brother and sister down I rambled around from town to town I rambled around from town to town and they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle Was that the vigilante men? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've heard his name all over the land
gypsy woman told my mother before I was born. I got a boy child coming. Wanna be a son of a gun. He gonna make better women jump and shout. And then the whole world gonna know what it's all about. Cause you know I am. Yeah, everybody knows I am. Well, you know I'm the hoochie coochie man. Yeah, everybody knows I am. I got a black cat bone. I got a mojo too. I got a John the Conqueror. Gonna mess with you. I'm gonna make you pretty girl. Leave me by the hand, and then the whole world gonna know that I'm the hoochie coochie man. Cause you know I am. Yeah, everybody knows I am. Well, I'm the hoochie coochie man. Yeah, everybody knows I am. On the seventh hour, on the seventh day, on the seventh month, I heard the doctor say he was born for good luck, and that you will see. I got seven hundred dollars, baby. Yeah, don't mess with me, but you know I am.
Man, that's a hell of a fade out. Hey, how's it going? This is Bug Out Square. It's uh, Mutiny Radio on the corner of 21st and Florida in a beautiful mission where it's always flat and sometimes sunny. It's not just a radio station. No, it's so much more, and it's it's been um, recorded in the annals of San Francisco history and with the backing of the San Francisco government is going to carry on for another year. Or I'm not sure. I don't think it's the government. It's, it's some... Uh, it's the city, so yeah, that's the government, which is kind of nice, you know. I'd, I'd rather have that than some kind of tech money rolling. But of in. course, if anybody wants to send contributions to yeah. Mutiny, it's always appreciated. It is. Uh, thanks for that, Phil. You're, you're, man, you're like, uh, you you have such a quality. You've got this pragmatism that's like uh, invaluable, and uh, you're charming as well. That's a that's a not a always a good com uh, not a good combination, but you don't. It's a rare combination. What's going on, man? How's it's been a while since we've done a show together? Uh, yeah, well, we were back again for our annual, our second annual Black History uh, uh, Musician Special. This is did we do one last we year? We did one last oh, year. Nice. It's yeah. our second annual. We're having then, a good time again and playing some great music. Let this let this continue. Uh, yes, we are, and we are. Um, so what we're going to do tonight is, I think we said we kind of break this into two, at least three sets, so we can kind of. Um, you know, talk about the music a little more and then, and then not get rushed at the end and just kind of, this will be a little more even keeled, right? So let me grab the records that I got. Um, but, um, uh, it's windy as hell, uh, in San Francisco. And I just, just, just to, just to drive this car into the ditch. It's, it's a hell of windy. A touch of a breeze blowing it, here in the yeah, old city. I, I, <laughs> A little cool breeze ice. off the ocean. <laughs> there is. It's obscene, man. I was like, it was, uh, there were like, it was crazy. I was coming down like 580 and it's just berserk. I mean, people just drive. It's like everyone's going like 85, 90. And then it's just like hollering at someone that is it's going to like 87, shaking their fists, honking their horns. And the wind's blowing like 60 mile an hour gusts. <laughs> and everybody's drifting all over. Uh yeah, California, man. Uh, Phil, born and raised, aren't you, in this wonderful city? That's right. Native son here in San Francisco. I just can't seem to leave. Damn. So uh, I have so much respect for that because you're born and raised. My my partner, she's born and raised. My son, born and raised. So it's nice. I, I, I have this this nice thread of, of uh, uh, knowledge that I have access to, and I, and I really appreciate it. What um what's what was your favorite uh your first jazz uh um live jazz moment in uh in San Francisco? Wow, that's uh that's going that's going to be a tough one. I'm not exactly sure my first eh, give uh, me in <laughs> give me in the same year, man. Well, like when when I did, think, uh, did you ever get out before you were of age or which it was probably I 18 think, back I, then, I, right? Well, I'll tell you, uh, the very first uh, concert I saw, if you can believe this, in 1966, I saw Sammy Davis Jr. Uh, and he was uh, the headliner for a uh, a uh, benefit for then Governor Pat Brown Sr. All right, uh, Sammy. A, I like Sammy's. And, like, and, and Sammy was a monster, you know. Doing he's the, a consummate he was, he was, performer, He was right? the total entertainer. Uh, did a lot of jazz singing and tremendous dancing. And, and all the other stuff he did was great. He did the impressions. He did... Uh, jokes he did it all it was great right it was, it was like a variety show but i didn't really start getting into going to see real jazz stuff till the 70s uh when i was uh 
older and out of the house, I'd go see uh, stuff at the uh, Keystone Quarter and the Great American Music Hall and the various uh, festivals over in Berkeley that they would have. So that's sort of when I started getting into it. But in terms of records, uh, I uh, brought one of them tonight, uh, which was my Jimmy Smith record, because Jimmy Smith was the guy who got me into jazz when he had a hit on the radio in 1962 called Walk on the Wild Side. And I went out and bought the album Jimmy Smith's Greatest Hits, and that was the first jazz <laughs> album I ever had. Wow. So he got me in, so I thought uh, I'd bring him and honor him tonight. Excellent. I, we'll, we'll get to that. Well, so I think I can squeeze you in on that uh, one. We already uh, did that's it. a good story. We oh, did We already him. did? Oh. <laughs> we did Nice. Him. He was that <laughs> mad organist. <laughs> oh, no shit. All right, yeah. that was good. Um, so l- let me grab uh, the, the records. Uh, how, we'll, we'll just do alternate like we did. Um, so the ones that you played, you just put them up on the shelf there, I think, so. For a big stack, um, let's see. So I'm going to start from uh, from A. I op- we opened up with John Coltrane, Giant Steps. Yes, you did. The and title monster, cut. monster saxophone solo. That is just for me. That is such a uh, quintessential jazz like song. I don't. I don't know anybody who would have find any fault in that song coming from any genre at all. That's a song that you listen to, and it's like. That is just like an awesome song. I don't, I don't even like jazz. Um, well, the playing is just extraordinary, and his saxophone yeah. solo is just off the chart. Certainly a breakthrough record for John Coltrane. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and then we uh, came with, uh, what was that no, first song? We started out with uh, Count Basie for me, and Count Basie. Uh, that was, was good. He, could, he was Count, a, kind of a swinging guy, swing one of my guy. favorite big guy, band yeah. band guys. And uh, this was a tune called Hitting 12, recorded in uh, Europe in the early 70s. Uh, with one of his later bands uh, that included uh, the great Butch Miles on drums. So uh, recorded in the early 70s. In the early 70s, yeah. And Count Basie, when when was he like the Schmidt, man? When, when Count was like Basie, his well, you have to go back to the 40s. That's when Count Basie was, uh, you know, late 30s and 40s when it, he was in the, the swing era when uh, jazz was it. So he was... During, during World War II, he, he was there. So Basie was pre-war? I mean, when do you think it, like, first Basie That's when first were, he started coming was uh, during the war years, World War II years. And he came out of Kansas City and led the great uh, jazz band and uh, continued on well into the 80s. Right, know? so we're looking, it's like 50, 50 years. years of great And that playing. was, like, 50 years after that, and that was some that was some shredding. Yeah, that, some smoking music. Yeah, yeah, he was always a swinging cat. All right, and then uh, I... Follow that up. No, it wasn't the Caterball. No, I got that. I let the cat. I let the Cannonball out of the thing there. Uh, we did grazing in the green, grazing in the grass, grazing in the grass. Hugh Mesakella. So he's like a cat. He, he probably plays some in the city right here. Uh, well, uh, Hugh was out of uh, Africa. Yeah, I know that. But, but didn't he, he did he spend well, some time in the city? That he, I don't know. The only time I ever saw him uh, was on the movie in, of Monterey Pop. <laughs> That was his first big okay. break in the States. All right, that, maybe that's my connection. He was at Monterey. He got close, um, you know, not that bad. So we did, yeah, Grazing in the Grass. That's just a, um, I don't know. It was that, a hit on the radio, it too. Was it, was a, it, it was a hit. It was a hit. Yeah. It was a hit. And and I like, I kind of like where we're going tonight, Phil. It's like we're not, uh, we're things are spreading now. This is not just like. Wait till you get to your piano, man. Yeah. It's <laughs> going way back. <laughs> And then um, after Hugh, you did? I did uh, the Jimmy Smith tune. Uh, <clears throat> oh, yeah. It was uh, on the Hoochie Coochie Man with a nice little blues singing by Jimmy and then a ripping on the organ man. Yes. The guy's tearing it up. Absolutely. He was number one in his, in his era. 
Absolutely. Did I talk about the jelly roll at no, all? No, you didn't. Not yet. Um, and then from uh, 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 Jelly Roll, Morton, I don't know. You know, I mean, all this stuff were like 78s. So I'm sure his first things were probably wax cylinders or whatever. This is a, an LP, but it's very old. It's probably from the, I don't know, shit, early 60s, mid-60s probably, somewhere in there. I'm holding this up to Phil. He, he's nodding, yes, <laughs> you like are correct, Sean. You fucking <laughs> go, carry on with this. <laughs> and... Uh, so Jelly Roll Morton, and we did uh, uh, Wine and Boy Blues. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but I like the name of that song. Whiner. <laughs> Snap out that, of it. And we ended, I think we <laughs> ended our set with the, the ever-incredible Russ on Roland Kirk doing a, the, one of the most monster saxophone solos that I was, can think of. <laughs> that was good. And um, If I Loved You. And that was recorded here in San Francisco at the Keystone Corner. The Keystone, the, where is it? Is that still going? The Keystone, no, the Keystone Corner is long gone, but it was a great jazz club here in San Francisco that functioned in the 1970s, uh-huh. run by an entrepreneur and producer named Todd Barkin, okay. who uh, went on to do other things and moved to New York to carry on his jazz work and work with many great artists back east. Nice. Uh, it's, it's good. Like In Chicago, there was like the Jazz Showcase. That was a very small room but catered to like players um, coming up, you know, hot going down wherever, you know, it was, it was a nice, uh, it was always a place where you could see. uh, Well, the Keystone was an amazing place. It was a little tiny club. I think it had 75 chairs all squished together. So you were right on top of the players and uh, saw some really incredible shows there and just magical. I wish I could transport you right now to, to the green mill in Chicago where we, we wouldn't have to deal with the transportation, but just go there and having a nice cocktail and watch some jazz. Like you said, from like 20 feet away, it's, it's, Right Special. close, right close. Four o'clock you. bar, man. Amazing. That's like a lot of, that was just a good source. Well, what are we going to continue on next? What's well, our um, next, uh, let's see. I got um, this Charlie. No, I don't have the Charlie. Yeah, I do. It's, um, uh, this, this song is for Myron, uh, from Myron Bo and, uh, oh gosh, the two other guys. You were good too. Uh, but Myron, this is for you. This is um, uh, Night in Tunisia. Turn Thank you. 
What was that, man? That was uh That was a blast from the past. It was Cherokee with Wynton Monsalis and his group just ripping it up for two man, and a half minutes. Was, that was uh <laughs> that was a toe tapper, man. I was into it. That was good. Um yeah, the uh I I got I camped once with a friend and I want to get him in here. Uh Dave, he's um his father made the uh oh god, it's called the uh Audium. You heard of this place here? Yes, Sam? yes. So his dad like built that place. And uh, he's a very good uh, trumpet player as well, uh, his son, Dave. And last summer, uh, my partner, she had gifted me a uh, campsite up by, uh, through the tunnel and uh, Rodeo Beach, you know, that way, you know, we cross the, cross the Golden Gate and then you can go through the tunnel. And uh, yeah, camped in there. And he was a, uh, he's a trumpet player. And I had my little guitar with me. And it's just so nice to be with, like, people who, like, can play their instrument. Because you could play anything, and then they just, like, <laughs> They go it. along. Yeah, they go <laughs> along and make it sound, like, really super nice. So, yeah. So, yeah, well, here we are. We're uh, Mutiny Radio again. We're uh, in this show. Uh, Phil and, and myself here are doing this thing on the corner of 21st in Florida. And it's a – oh, 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 thanks for reminding me. But uh, this coming Friday, that's the first thing I – you know, I, I'm 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 trying to 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 hewn to hone to polish my craft, and uh, my craft being uh, playing records. 
<laughs> Spinning the it's disc. Not much, yeah, yeah, it's it's uh yeah, it's it's fun. So um uh, Grotto Wine, which is in San Francisco on the corner of uh third and Thornton, maybe somewhere in there, I don't know, by the third street by the post office. There's Grotto Wine. And it's uh they've been they've uh, uh, Barb's been there a while and they've they've really uh curated this this spot and and, and made it uh more than curate. I mean they're like building a a nice business there and they got a winery and they like do it in like in the garage. It's it's uh yeah. It's like so they're, what's dog, happening it's for like you? they're like you? down in the holler, man, squishing grapes and <laughs> What's great? What are you, you're going to be spinning the disc? Are they going to have an award so testing? The, What's going thing, on? Uh, Phil, this is my uh, DJ uh, debut. No, I did quite a bit of, not quite a bit. I did some, D, I did a lot of DJing, let's put it that way. Uh, not not like MC type DJing, but spinning records type. So this is going to be super. I've got this, my kid got me this really cheesy, it's like a Crosley suitcase. Uh, I'm like a close and play, you remember those? <laughs> it's, but it's slightly better than that, I think. Um, but it's a little suitcase uh, turntable, and it has two cheesy speakers in it, and it sounds real tinny and crappy. But that's uh, not a lot of. Uh, <laughs> well, then I. But it's not. Wait a minute. I've got. But then I've got this this little Sony thing that you would plug a uh, iPod into. So it's like two speakers, and it's a stereo, and it kind of it kind of goes somewhat loud, kind of like a boombox kind of thing. So I've got that with uh, powering the, the this like cheesy turntable, and I'm just gonna play 45s, and it's gonna be and and everyone's gonna be um, happy about it. And uh, I think what kind of 45s you're spinning? Uh, I don't know. I'm bringing it's soup to nuts, brother. Soup <laughs> right. to nuts. You got them all. You were in here early. We got the loafs in town. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Here we were both uh, well, absent. Some 45s yeah. are actually 33. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know. I, I checked. A dirty I, joke in there somewhere. I try to check the, the price before I go to the checkout counter. Um, uh, what do you? Uh, what's going on tonight? Um, let's get this out of the way right now. Phil, give him the mic. So, we have a very special guest tonight, Lee Harvey Roswell, um, a talent that I, it would take me months uh, to describe. He's got the bowler hat. It's frightening yet somewhat um, compelling. Yeah, we're gonna be playing some. Uh, some Led Zeppelin, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, we're going to be playing a lot. Of, we're going to start with Led Zeppelin. We'll see how that goes. But we'll be playing um, new music within the last three years. To all right. all the oh, boomers good for you. Boomers and Gen Xers that act like boomers, that there's good music to be had out yeah. there in the world. I've and Claudia's out there looking for Barkin. We're doing... Uh, good luck. We'll see her in an hour. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we got here early. Like she dropped us off. But uh, thanks for having us here on the, the Bug okay. House Square. You've met Phil before. We're in the midst yeah, of a uh, jazz show right now that you've Ooh. like interjected yourself in. So, yeah, 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 yeah. That makes that makes sense. Good to see you again. Good to see you again. Yeah. All right, I'll stop yammering. No, that's all right. That's I'll stop yammering into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, so you want to review what we did? Yeah, absolutely. So we had. Um, yeah, what did you do? Well, I started out with Elvin Jones and his trio from an album called Putting It Together. And the song that we did was Village Green, which uh, featured Elvin himself and uh, his, his great band of uh, Joe Farrell and Jimmy Garrison joining him up. So that was the trio, and that's what I started with. Good, good. And, oh, starting. Um, so I had uh, uh, the Charlie Parker record, and I did A Night in Tunisia. Did I talk about that yes, already? Oh, yeah. Nope. And then, so, I oh, the Adma, uh, Ma Jamal uh trio uh live at the pershing which i'm just uh, 
I was trying to get Phil to like share my love for the the album cover, but he he wasn't budging, man. But I'm I'm holding true. I, I like this is a just a beautiful looking record, and we did Moonlight in Vermont, uh, classic. classic. Okay, <laughs> we followed that one up with one of my uh, favorite players uh, who lived in the Bay Area for many many years is Bobby Hutcherson, uh-huh. and he was joined with uh, McCoy Tyner on this track called uh, La Alhambra, and a beautiful little five and a half minute piece. Yes, yeah, I like uh, McCoy Tyner's. It's nice and. Uh, Oh, uh, uh, Charles Mingus, we did uh, Wednesday we, night prayer meeting. Wednesday night prayer meeting from I just got this Mingus record. I bought it, and it's an anthology of all his Atlantic recordings. So, um, yeah, uh, this uh, Charles Mingus guy. If you're into jazz, you should check him out. Absolutely, I heard One he was of the really great, great bass players and uh, composers. Yes, and uh, we finished it up with uh, Wynton Marsalis. Doing a quick rundown of Cherokee, and that's how we finished it up for this set. Dig. So we're going to move on, and I'm going to play uh, this McCoy Tyner song, uh, or performance of uh, Naima, uh, which, is, which is a John Coltrane classic that I have, that's on the uh, uh, Giant Steps record. And uh, I, I've, I've never heard, I've had this record just recently, and 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 phil you pointed out that naima's on here and i was like what and i'm like god i really should read what's on this record (laughs) (laughs) might help but hey it's a good piece you'll like it
Yeah, that was uh, that was good. What was that, Phil? That was from Wayne Shorter's Juju album. Wayne um, Shorter, and and you said that the piano player was uh, that was McCoy, McCoy Tyner, Tyner and uh, Reggie oh. Workman on bass and Elvin Jones on drums on the album Juju from the Blue Note label. All right, that was good. Um, hey, um, uh, just circling back, Phil. Uh, this uh, Grotta Wine thing that's going on. So Grotta Wine, it's a uh, it's a it's it's a very uh, micro winery, and I, it's on Third Street in the uh, Bayview uh, district in, in, in San Francisco, on the corner of uh, I think it's Thornton, maybe around there. But it's 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 by the post office there on Third Street, and um, they do their own wine. I mean, they're like they're like smashing grapes and shit like that, and uh, making uh, good wine. And then they've uh, expanded in the space. They're doing biz- they're doing uh, food and stuff. They've been doing food and stuff. But um, <clears throat> so on Friday, this coming Friday, if you're listening live, eh, if you're not, yeah, I don't even know the date, the, the 20 something, whatever Friday is of, uh, what is this month? February. February. Yeah. And uh, actually, that's my brother's birthday, February 25th. My brother's birthday there, Phil. Friday, you're, oops. Is that? Friday this week, you're talking the 24th. The 24th. Um, and what and time is your function? It's from 6 to 8, and it's a vermouth tasting. And now Phil and I are like, vermouth, that's stuff that they just kind of shake out of the glass, right, when you're doing a martini. Um, I don't think that is what this is going to be. I think at one time, vermouth was a uh, a thing that people made and ha- took pride in and, and, and argued over. Or you know whatever they had to do to provide a, the the best. I think so there's heads think, in there. I don't know vermouth. much about vermouth. Would that be a after dinner drink? What would that I, be? I I don't know. I f- I think it's going to be something super. Uh, it's going to be clear. It's going to be. Uh, uh, I want to say fresh, but it's going to be. It's not going to be sweet. You know, I think it's going to be more of a brute. And I don't know. Maybe like a. Uh, not carbonated champagne is that guy that this is, that doesn't sound good um i'll get back to you though <laughs> but come by you can do it if they're having a a, a tasting it has to have so these people that they just don't throw stuff out there that's like rancid right sure they're in. they're making bottles of it right. trying to sell it and there's uh and it's going to be good so i'll be there spinning records i got a, i got a new needle for my for my record player and I'm excited, and I've got a bunch of 45s I'm going to bring in, and, and we're just going to make a party. It's a wide it. variety of 45s. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very wide variety. So I'm, I'm not a huge 45 collector, but I do have a uh, substantial collection of 45s. A modest selection. <laughs> hey, yeah, it's modest. And I don't even know if it's a selection. It's more of an accumulation, you know, because it, it, I, I kind of fell into 45s where I got – maybe three or four occasions where I just bought it on mass, <laughs> you know, so it was like $20 and I got like, you know, a hundred records uh, times four, you know, I think I've done that. So I've got a bunch of records and a bunch of really cool, interesting, like uh, 45s. So I'm going to, I'm going to picture myself as like an old jukebox. That's, that's going to be my um, uh, function. So music to sip the vermouth by Oh, perhaps Sean will be providing. Sip. I don't know. Maybe they guzzle it. <laughs> I don't know what goes on with the vermouth. <laughs> I believe it's a tasting. It'd be uh, very uh, right. yeah, tasty, auspicious. Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'll make sure I have my uh, my spit cup. 
Boogie Square, thanks for doing what you got to do to do. Phil, thank you so much for coming in. It's always like a super Great pleasure, pleasure to be here. A lot of fun to be oh, with man. you here, Sean, thank playing some good music tonight. And hoping to appreciating the Black History Month and the great jazz artists that go yeah. with it. Absolutely. Thank you so much for, for bringing that stuff in. Uh, stay tuned for Claudine the Loaf. Uh, what, what do you have? We had some, I played some Monk and some Dizzy Gillespie. What'd we you played play? a little Wayne Shorter, and uh, on the other side, we had some uh, Duke Ellington and uh, just all sorts of good tunes. Oh, Herbie Hancock Louis, uh, was in there. Louis Armstrong there. That that was that last one. It was like super old stuff. Reflecting. And we're closing on out here years. with a little Joe Henderson and his big band. All right. So, um, uh, you know, be as decent as you can and 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 help someone who can't. And don't forget Friday night, the 24th, where these man is spinning some records. Yeah, at the uh, Grotta Wine on Third and Thornton, I believe, in the beautiful Bayview area. It's uh, it, it could be more beautiful than the mission. I think sometimes, I think the people are more beautiful. Or
Thank you. 